Jim Jeffries is a bit of a dick. Mr. Reagan. So this is going to be my reaction to Jordan Peterson's interview with Jim Jeffries, which was heavily edited for comedic purposes. Jim Jeffries is a comedian, so my philosophy about comedy is that comedy is intended to increase people's mood, right? So if it's meant to be offensive, if it's about something that people are sensitive about, I don't really care that much. So I give comedians a lot of leeway. That said, if you're doing something that really isn't intended to be funny, but simply to admonish somebody or mischaracterize somebody, um, that's something I'm going to be critical of, and that's something I think everybody should be critical of. The battle is raging over free speech, but the battleground may surprise you. Canada! Our annoyingly nice neighbours are even arguing with each other. Peterson, do you have any comments on the Nazi presence at your protest? Yeah, I don't like Nazis. Meet Jordan Peterson. Two years ago, he was an unknown psychology professor at the University of Toronto. But today, he's been called the most influential public intellectual in the Western world. The intro is fair. It's funny, charming, fair. In fact, the first 1 minute 15 seconds, all fair. The trans issue is like almost beside the point as far as I'm concerned. I think that if that would have been the only issue, then the furor surrounding what I said would have died away in 15 minutes. Do you think with what people call you, you shouldn't use the word furor so much? Furor? <laughs> okay, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> The West has lost faith in the idea of masculinity. Now, that's no different than the death of God. Okay. The unreasonable criticism begins. Take an idea you don't understand, grab a statement completely out of context, and use it as a weapon to disingenuously attack somebody. Great. Basically, masculinity is how we describe traits that distinguish men from women. Jordan Peterson believes that masculine traits have value. To lose faith in masculinity is to reject hugely valuable traits that not only contribute to society today, but helped to create the society in which we now live. Now, he's likening this to Nietzsche's God Declaration, which was an observation that a belief in science was leading to a rejection of Christianity, which would naturally result in a loss of all morality morality, which Nietzsche believed would be devastating, and which Jordan Peterson believes would be devastating. An utter loss of morality in society would be tragic, just as a loss of masculinity in society would be tragic. This is the comparison that Jordan Peterson was drawing. The West has lost faith in the idea of masculinity. Now, that's no different than the death of God. It's not crazy if you're not a moron. Hate groups like the alt-right became some of his biggest fans. Okay, this, this is always a criticism of Jordan Peterson. Some of his followers are alt-right. The alt-right likes Jordan Peterson. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, if you don't like the alt-right and you like Jordan Peterson, you should be happy that the alt-right is listening to Jordan Peterson. People on the alt-right are admittedly racist. Jordan Peterson is anti-racist. If racist people are watching anti-racist people on YouTube videos... That's a good thing. We can all hope that maybe those anti-racists will influence the racists and they will become better people. This isn't that crazy of an idea. I mean, Peterson's detractors have it backwards. They think that Jordan Peterson must be saying the things that the alt-right wants to hear, which is why they're listening to them. But if they would just watch Jordan Peterson, they would understand that's not what's happening at all and they would be thrilled that the alt-right was watching Jordan Peterson. The alt-right watching Jordan Peterson is a good thing. We want to encourage that. 
He has disavowed violence at his events, but strangely, he just can't seem to strongly disavow the groups themselves. The alt-right, neo-Nazis, KKK, how do you feel about these people? Um, I generally don't invite them to my parties. Right. He can't disavow the groups themselves? Yeah, I don't like Nazis. Okay, either this guy has just decided to flat-out lie about Jordan Peterson, or he hasn't done any research at all and he knows nothing about Jordan Peterson's views, or hasn't seen any of Jordan Peterson's videos, or any of his responses to anyone who's ever asked him about the alt-right, ever. He's exclusively looked at Jordan Peterson's answer in his own interview, and that's it, and just radically misinterpreted it. This is super irresponsible. Look, this guy's a comedian, he's trying to find things that are funny, but when they're not funny and it's just a mischaracterization, it's just irresponsible. Comedy Central likes to, likes to engage in influential reporting with... Um, combined with comedy. This is an incredibly effective technique to disseminate information, which would be incredibly helpful if that information was accurate, but is incredibly toxic when the, when the information is inaccurate. And I think almost all of Comedy Central's reporting is inaccurate. So, so it's not, not great. Looks to me like Peterson and the alt-right aren't f***ing... But he doesn't mind flirting a bit. Right. Pepe the Frog and the OK symbol are not symbols of the alt-right, okay? They're, they're not. So, again, either lying or totally ignorant on the part of this comedian. It's like stand-up, but instead of laughs, it creates liberal outrage, especially on college campuses. And this is where this piece of journalism slash comedy gets interesting. We quite successfully shut down their panel event. Meet Christine Elizabeth. She's led a series of protests against Peterson. And the goal isn't just to voice an opinion, it's the sense of Peterson completely. They use air horns. They set up PA systems with white noise. But also... Why does the noise have to be white? <laughs> okay, that's funny. That's funny. I respect that. Making people bake a cake for a gay wedding. Making them do it? Yeah. I don't think that's a very good idea. But here's the argument. So should they be able to deny making a cake for a black couple if they don't like black people? Allowed to? Probably. That doesn't mean it's right. Okay, so then we had the civil rights movement yeah. where they said black people, you had to serve them in your restaurants and yeah. stuff like that. And it did work and it did make our society better. But would yeah. you argue that that still wasn't right? No, that was right. Why, why is that different to now if you didn't want to make a cake for black, black people? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not different. Yeah. Maybe I was wrong about that. Okay, I, I don't think Jordan Peterson knew exactly what to say here, but I do. We live in 2018. We do not live in the 1960s. Discrimination against anyone isn't rampant except for maybe straight white Christian men. In general, in 2018, homosexuality is considered positive on balance. So there is a significant difference between the overt discrimination in the Deep South in the 60s and any kind of imagined discrimination in 2018 against homosexuals. Furthermore, race is an immutable characteristic. Sexuality is not an immutable characteristic. Maybe with some people, but certainly not with everyone. You have conflicting liberties um, with the debate about homosexuality. You have no conflicting liberties with regard to racism. People must have the right to consider human activities either right or wrong. We can't just accept somebody as 
being a particular way because they claim that's who they are inside. Do we permit bestiality? Do we permit pedophilia? Do we permit rape? Do we permit murder? Are these immutable characteristics? Are people born this way? Should we respect who they are? Should we not permit people to consider these things to be moral corruptions? Should we force society to facilitate the desires of these people? No, of course not. No one thinks being black is a moral decision, but people do think that being homosexual is a moral decision. And you may disagree with that, but people must have the right to decide what they believe about that. It is just as important to facilitate conservative Christians as it is to facilitate gays and lesbians. All that said, I do like that Jordan Peterson admits that he could be wrong on this issue. I don't think I've ever seen anyone in an interview do that ever in the history of the world, ever. So respect to him for saying that. All right, now over to Christine. I'm a good liberal, so I decided to give her the last word. Where's the line between free speech and hate speech? Well, the line is when... The line is when... No. This is genius. (laughs) The bottom line is, taking away someone's right to speech, no matter what they're saying, is insane. Some college campuses are just out of control, and it's affecting lots of comedians. Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock are among legendary comics who have stopped performing on college campuses. There's a creepy PC thing out there that really bothers me. Since I've never been asked to perform at a college, I'm inclined to agree. It's bizarre that Jim Jeffries recognizes that Jordan Peterson is right in the end. He's correct. He takes his side. But the piece is still something of a character assassination. I think that Jim Jeffries, being a leftist, feels that he that if he just sat there and agreed with everything that Jordan Peterson stood for or, or said or whatever, I think Jim Jeffries would feel like he was betraying his side or something like that. But he seems like a smart guy, and he seems to believe in free speech. So I suppose if he watches enough Jordan Peterson videos, or videos from sensible YouTubers anywhere, my videos maybe, he would start to become red-pilled. I mean, the reality is, you can't see the truth clearly and obviously and dismiss it forever. That said, it's often hard to just turn your back on years and years and years of beliefs. So it'll probably take him some time. But I think he's on the verge. I do suspect that in time, Jim Jeffries will be red-pilled. I don't see him becoming a conservative, but I do see him becoming libertarian. I do see him somewhere between libertarian and conservative, depending on how far right he goes. But, uh, but yeah, he's definitely going to hit libertarian and veer toward conservative very soon. That's my prediction. The guy's a comedian. I, I respect the moments that where he was trying to be funny. I don't like inaccuracies. I don't like mischaracterizations. I don't like character assassination. So, in short, Jim Jeffries, bit of a dick. But I'm also a bit of a dick, so no real judgment. If you like this video, hit the like button. If you want to see more videos like this, please subscribe. And if you hate me, go ahead and turn the channel to Comedy Central. Watch some Jim Jeffries. He looks a little bit like me, just fatter. Good night. An American and a Russian arguing about their two countries. And the American said, look, in my country, I can walk into the Oval Office. I can pound the president's desk and say, Mr. President, I don't like the way you're running our country. And the Russian said, I can do that. The American said, you can? And he says, yes. I can go into the Kremlin, to the general secretary's office, pound his desk and say, Mr. General Secretary, I don't like the way President Reagan's running his country. (laughs)